0: It's Friday the 9th of September and a period of national mourning is underway following the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Her Majesty passed away peacefully at Balmoral in Scotland yesterday afternoon. Flags across Kent have been lowered to half-mast and books of condolence have opened. Many, many tributes are being paid. Let's hear first today from Rose Hudson-Wilkin,
1: the Bishop of Dover. In paying tribute to Her Majesty... I want to begin with the words of the poem she gave to her father when she was only 13 years of age and which he used. This poem was quoted by her father, King George VI, in his Christmas Day broadcast in 1939, the year the country went to war for the second time. It goes like this, I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, give me a light that I may tread safely into the unknown, and he replied, go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God, that shall be to you better than light and safer than a known way it is with some sadness that I address you because we have lost the mother of our nation the longest serving most hard-working monarch in British history she has been a confidant and advisor to over a dozen British Prime Ministers and many other heads of states. She has been the supreme head of the Church of England. And this is not just another title that she held. She believed in God, worshipped weekly, prayed daily. She cared about the life of the church and the nation. And she also respected those of other faiths too. When I was invited to Windsor Castle for a meal and and an overnight stay, as we were being shown around, we lingered in the chapel. As she explained the damage through the fire and the restoration work that was done. In the library, she showed me the paperwork relating to the details of the disestablishment of the church in Jamaica, which at one stage was known as the Church of England in Jamaica. When I learned of my appointment as one of her chaplains and inquired as to how this came about, I was told that when my name was mentioned, she smiled and said, oh, I know her. That placed a smile on my face. Her ability to put one at ease was paramount. That was all that we saw of her. But like so many, she was also a mother, a grandmother, and a great-grandmother. Beloved by her nearest and dearest. Our national family mourns with her family. For she is irreplaceable. And in the grief of her passing. May we comfort one another. And trust in God's peace. That surpasses all understanding. Let us. Like her, put our hands into the hand of God.
0: Princess Elizabeth became Queen in February 1952 following the death of her father, King George VI. She was crowned in a ceremony at Westminster Abbey in June of the following year.
2: The high and mighty Princess Elizabeth Alexandra Mary is now Queen Elizabeth II.
1: God save the Queen! <laughs>
0: During her reign, the Queen made many visits to Kent, and we'll mention some of those during this special tribute. In February 1953, before being crowned, the Queen visited Gravesend following devastating floods in the southeast. And in 1957, she was joined by her husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, and Prince Charles and Princess Anne for a trip to the Romney Hythe, and Dimchurch Railway. Today, Buckingham Palace has announced that a period of royal mourning will be observed from now until seven days after the Queen's funeral. It'll be marked by members of the royal family, royal household staff and representatives of the royal household on official duties, together with troops committed to ceremonial duties. Flags will stay at half-mast during that period. Normal political business has been suspended and MPs have been paying tribute in the Commons. Liz Truss met the Queen just three days ago as she became the new Prime Minister. Mr Speaker, in the
3: hours since last night's shocking news, we have witnessed the most heartfelt outpouring of grief at the loss of her late majesty, the Queen. Crowds have gathered, flags have been lowered to half-mast, tributes have been sent from every continent around the world. On the death of her father, King George VI, Winston Churchill said the news had stilled the clatter and traffic of 20th century life in many lands. Now, 70 years later, in the tumult of the 21st century, life has paused again. Her late majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, was one of the greatest leaders the world has ever known. She was the rock on which modern Britain was built. She came to the throne at just 25, in a country that was emerging from the shadow of war. She bequeathed a modern, dynamic nation that has grown and flourished under her reign. The United Kingdom is the great country it is today because of her. The Commonwealth is the family of nations it is today because of her. She was devoted to the union of England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. She served 15 countries as Head of State, and she loved them all. Her words of wisdom gave us strength in the most testing times. During the darkest moments of the pandemic, she gave us hope that we would meet again. She knew this generation of Britons would be as strong as any. And as we meet today, we remember the pledge she made on her 21st birthday to dedicate her life to service. The whole House will agree. Never has a promise been so completely fulfilled.
0: Kent's MPs have also been paying tribute. Sittingbourne and Sheppey's Gordon Henderson said, "I'm sure I reflect the views of all my constituents when I say our beloved Queen will be missed enormously." Tunbridge Wells rep Greg Clark says Her Majesty the Queen's life was one of constant, devoted, and selfless service to our nation and the Commonwealth, and to generations of her subjects. How blessed we are that she reigned over us. Helen Waitley, who represents Faversham and Mid Kent, said the Queen has been such a source of strength, unity, and inspiration for people far and wide. Thoughts echoed by Raymond Chisty, who represents Gillingham and Raynham. He said, may Her Majesty rest in peace. Her dedication, commitment and selfless service to the nation remain an example to all of us. Tom tugan who's the MP for Tunbridge and Morling, adds her deep faith was a strength and pillar. My thoughts remain with the whole of the royal family. Well, Damien Green is the MP for Ashford and he's been speaking to Jadzia from our colleagues at KMTV.
2: I do feel, I think, like everyone else, very sad personally, uh, and aware of how momentous it is, you know, literally for my entire life and and years before, uh, the Queen was was sitting on the throne, she was monarch, she was a a presence in all our lives, and I, I genuinely can't think of anyone who has done a better job at their job over such a long period, you know, in history, it's a completely extraordinary life that she lived, life of service, as she said herself. So, yes, uh, I, I, I feel a loss.
4: I wonder, did, did you ever meet her in your dealings in parliaments and, and your, your role in government?
2: Yes, I, I, I met her you know, a, a number of times. Um, as you know, I was a member of the, member of the Privy Council. Um, and so I attended Privy Council meetings. Um, I attended uh, you know, a number of functions at Buckingham Palace. And um, obviously, uh, one of the things one can't do is repeat private conversations that you have with the Queen. That's that's part of the Privy Council oath. Um, but like everyone else who's who's been been talking about her uh, over the past twenty four hours, you know, she she was incredibly warm and welcoming, and and you know was clearly aware that everyone meeting her would would be slightly nervous and perhaps slightly on edge. And she put everyone at their ease. And also, and, you know, obviously, we tended to discuss political matters of the day. Uh, she was incredibly sharp. She was absolutely up to the mark with, with every uh, nuance uh, of politics and, uh, of course, had this enormous experience. You know, somebody whose first prime minister was Winston Churchill you know, had a lot more experience uh, of, of life and, and the world than any of the politicians she was talking to about politics.
4: What was she like as a person? Um, she, she's been described by many people who met her as very warm and open. Um, it, is that your your same experience?
2: Yeah, absolutely. She she was uh, completely uh, natural. Uh, there was no sense of sort of reserve and stiffness and and, and formality. Um, and and I think she applied that not just in. in private meetings with politicians but but clearly when she was meeting members of the general public as well um she absolutely took everyone uh, at face value uh, she was a great professional at putting people uh, at their ease and, and and making conversation and so on and that was a, yeah, a tremendous skill that clearly came from inside her her own personality, that's that's what she was like.
0: Dover's Natalie Elphick has said on her twenty first birthday, the Queen promised her life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service. Her Majesty never faltered in her duty. Tracy Crouch, who represents Chatterman Aylesford, said to the Queen, Thank you for your constant, unwavering public service. May you rest in peace. South Vanett's Craig McKinley says our monarch, our mother, grandmother, rock, and light of our nation has passed. Rest in In peace, Your Majesty. And North Thanet, Sir Roger Gale said, The world has this afternoon witnessed the passing of a truly great lady. Rest in peace, Your Majesty, a message posted yesterday. Gravesham's Adam Holloway finally says, We thank her for over three quarters of a century of service to the UK, the Commonwealth and the world. Long live the King. Well, the 1960s saw the Queen return to Kent on a number of occasions. She met cadets in Greenhithe, distributed Monday money at Rochester Cathedral, went to the new Canterbury Christ Church College in Canterbury and went to speech day at Benenden School where her daughter Princess Anne was a student. In the 1970s, she made visits to Ashford, Aylesford and Canterbury Cathedral before heading to Maidstone, Rochester and the Kent County Show the following decade. The 1990s saw a huge, significant engineering achievement reached in Kent, and the Queen was there to mark the occasion. The opening of the Channel Tunnel happened in 1994. In the same year, she met the Argyle and Sutherland Highlanders at Seancliffe Barracks in Folkestone. She also went to Queenborough on the Isle of Sheppey and the historic dockyard in Chatham. Yesterday, the Queen's eldest son, who's now King Charles III, released a statement saying the death of his beloved mother was a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. He went on to say during this period of mourning and change, my family and I will be comforted and sustained by our knowledge of the respect and deep affection in which the Queen was so widely held. Well, on the Queen's 80th birthday in 2006, the then Prince of Wales paid her a heartfelt tribute.
1: She has shown the most remarkable steadfastness and fortitude, always remaining a figure of reassuring calm and dependability.
0: The new king, who will make a televised address to the nation later, will be proclaimed at the Accession Council at St James's Palace in London tomorrow morning. His wife, Camilla, will be known as Queen Consort, something the Queen had said would be her sincere wish in a statement released in February, marking the 70th anniversary of her own father's death and the day she became Queen. Now, in 2015, Her Majesty overtook Queen Victoria, becoming the longest-serving British monarch in history.
3: Inevitably. A long life can pass by many milestones. My own is no exception. But I thank you all, and the many others at home and overseas, for your touching messages Of great kindness.
0: The Queen's final visit to Kent was back in 2019 when she opened a new building at the Royal British Legion Industries Village in Aylesford. Emma Nugent works there and met Her Majesty.
4: I welcomed her into a garden that's up in our new centenary village. It was a really, really special day. And everybody here has been feeling really melancholy and also very shocked, which is strange to say because, um, of course, you know, it's in people's minds, but everybody's really, really very shocked. Um, and um, we've gathered today actually on the village. Everyone together from here has gathered to have a a short silence, um, to listen for the bells um and to think about Her Majesty and her visit here in 2019. What was it like when you met her? What what, what was she like as a person? It was just an amazing day. I mean, she spent so long here, she was here for the whole morning. Um, and the brief for her visit, she wanted to meet as many veterans as possible. She wanted to meet um, veterans of all ages, for all three services, all backgrounds. Um, she really wanted to meet the veterans' families as well as the veterans. And it was just a whirlwind because there were so many people that she was meeting. And she was very, very interested in, in people and asking about their lives and um. As I said, I showed her a garden, she really loves gardens and she loved to hear about the veterans who worked on that garden, who put it in place and the training that they'd had. She asked really detailed questions of about their development and the work that they'd done on the garden and she made them feel so proud. Um, she made them feel proud of the work they'd done and she made them feel so proud that they were showing her what they'd done. Um, she also went into our older care homes and had lovely interactions with the oldest veterans here Um, John Riggs was a chinder he sadly passed away now but when she met him he was joking with her about how she had to send him the birthday card soon and and she was joking back at him you know and she just she just loved the veterans and she wanted to meet ordinary people she wanted to meet her people and I think that's what came across to us from the day and she she wanted them to know that she appreciates their service. And it it really is difficult to put into words how much that means. Mm. They've obviously pledged their allegiance to her as a person, and they're prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice for her. And she never, ever forgets that for a second. And when she was here, you, you just feel that. In every interaction that she has,
0: the Queen saw many celebrations and jubilees throughout her life, but there were also times when she was called on to bring the nation together, like during the coronavirus outbreak in 2020.
3: While we may have more still to endure, better days will return. We will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again.
0: Much happier times came earlier this year when the country united to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, marking 70 years on the throne. Her Majesty's representative in Kent is the Lord Lieutenant Lady Bella Colgrain. She joined many events across the country over the long four-day weekend – I started by asking how she felt today.
5: It was such a shock when the news came through, especially after she'd seemed to be in such good spirits on, on, on Tuesday when we saw those lovely photographs of her Balmoral. Um, it's a day of really profound sadness. Um, I think it's taking it will take a while for it all to sink in. She's been so much a part of, of all our lives, and there are very few people who remember a time when she wasn't our Queen.
0: You've had the huge honour of being Her Majesty's representative in Kent. What has that meant to you personally?
5: Oh, it has been a huge honour and a privilege to be her representative. Um, I mean, I, it's, a, it's a matter of great sadness to me that I only took over as Lord Lieutenant in April 2020, So we were already in lockdown. And then, of course, she's been in failing health over the last two years. So sadly, I never was able to welcome her to the county as Lord Lieutenant. But I know she's she's visited the county on many occasions and um, has always been greeted with huge warmth um, and enthusiasm. And I know she enjoyed her visits here hugely.
0: Of course, you have met people on Her Majesty's behalf. What sort of sense of feeling about the Queen have you got from the, the visits that you've made and everyone that you've met in the county?
5: Oh, I think there is such respect and, and love for her. Um, you know, it, it's it's humbling for me to be her representative, That you get... Um, um, a little bit of that that stardust <laughs> um that he, uh, tried to uh, is attracted to, to me as her representative but it's it's all because of her and and the incredible unwavering commitment to service and, and this country and the commonwealth um that 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 she has has made over the last 70, 70 years um and it it's it's all down to the the wonderful way in which she has supported us all, a tower of strength in, in when, even when she was going through difficult times, she's been a real symbol of unity. And I think that that comes out with people, as soon as people um, know that you're anything to do with the Queen, they are beside themselves with excitement.
0: Which must be lovely. And the last time we spoke was just before the Jubilee and, and looking back now, just three months ago, it kind of seems even more poignant and so special that that big event happened and the Queen could see the huge outpouring of of love and support for her. It was it was a wonderful weekend, wasn't
5: it? It was a wonderful weekend, and I'm glad to say that Kent really um, came out in 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 force, and we had there were wonderful street parties. And I think we had more beacons than any other county in the UK. So, um, and it was it must have been wonderful for the for the Queen to know that she was held in such very high regard by everybody.
0: Thoughts as well with the rest of the family, particularly King Charles and uh, Camilla, Queen Consort, as they return to London.
5: Well, this must be an incredibly sad time for them both, for for them all. I mean, they've lost not just the Queen, but their their mother, their grandmother, their great grandmother. Um, but I think we should look forward with excitement to a new realm with, um, with King Charles. Um, he's, he's had a long apprenticeship for this, <laughs> and, um, and he, but he has done so much during his time as the Prince of Wales um, and has a uh, is patron of so many charities which he takes, takes a, a huge amount of interest in and, um, and, and has been a, a real... Um, trailblazer with something such as the Prince's Trust, which have done so much to um, to help young people from disadvantaged backgrounds into employment. We were very lucky um, and privileged to welcome him to Kent actually um, earlier um, this year in February. And with with his interest in environmental issues, um, I know he greatly enjoyed going to visit the Elmley Nature Reserve. Um, so he's he I'm I know that he is mm. his. Dedication to this country is every bit as much as that of his mother, and he will, will be will will take forward her legacy, I am sure, and we will we will we we wish him a very long reign.
0: Earlier today, bells tolled at cathedrals and churches across the country, and gun salutes also took place. service is being held at St Paul's Cathedral this evening. There's also a special evensong due to take place at Rochester Cathedral. Other churches across Kent are being used for people to pay their respects and say prayers. The Queen is bound to be the focus of services throughout the weekend. Jonathan Gibbs is the Bishop of Rochester.
6: It is indeed a very sad day. Uh, It's hard for us to imagine that the Queen who has reigned uh, over our nation for over 70 years is no longer with us. Um... On the other hand, also, uh, it's a day of of, uh, when we begin to pause, to reflect and to give thanks for her wonderful life, Uh, a life dedicated to the service of our nation and the Commonwealth, and a life full of faith, hope and love, Uh, in the Christian faith, which was so important to Her Majesty.
0: Yes, a lot of people have been saying how important her faith was and how important was she for the Church as head of the Church of England?
6: Oh, hugely important um, in in so many ways. She took a tremendous interest uh, in the life of the Church. I was privileged to meet her myself when I was appointed the Bishop of Rochester. Uh, She embraced wonderfully the technology of Zoom. I was at Buckingham Palace and she was at Windsor. Uh, But that was a huge privilege back in July. Uh, there, of course, was her own personal faith, which she's spoken about uh, very openly and honestly in recent years and the way that that has sustained her through the, uh, the many challenges that she has faced uh, in her own life and in the life of our nation. Uh, and, of course, she also took a great interest in the life of the Church of England. She is, uh, she is and was its, uh, she was its Supreme Governor. Um, she took a very active interest. She used to come uh, to the inauguration of the New General Synod um, and uh, she was incredibly well informed. Uh, I know that for speaking with my colleagues, whenever one of us has met with her, she's she's very on the ball, uh, and and uh, so we owe her an enormous debt for the example of Christian leadership which she's given to both church and nation down those seventy years.
0: I get that sense of feeling from from hearing from all of the other tributes is that she she really knew what was going on and she was always very well in, informed. But uh, as far as faiths going, it, it seems that she she was she accepted all faiths. Many have
6: spoken out uh, from uh, other faith communities to say how much they valued the way in which she valued faith and faiths within the life of our nation. There's a phrase I use sometimes which is roots down, walls down. Her roots were very strongly down in her own Christian faith, there was absolutely nothing, uh, no two ways about that, but equally the walls were down in terms of her openness to people of other faiths and affirming those of, of all faiths and none. Uh, and uh, that example, I think, is, is is one we will also continue to tr- cherish in the years to come.
0: Have you seen many people coming along to the cathedral yet?
6: Yes, we began this morning with a, a gathering for the members of the DAFS and Cathedral staff, and people were just beginning after that to trickle in. I've just been in the cathedral a few minutes ago. Uh, there's a, certainly a steady stream of people uh, coming, sitting, reflecting, standing in front of the uh, the photograph of Her Majesty. Um, obviously um, time taking time to reflect and to give thanks quietly uh, for a, a, a wonderful life of service.
0: One of the Queen's final addresses was this one, as she urged world leaders to find solutions to the climate crisis in Glasgow in November 2021. None of us will live forever. But we are doing this
3: not for ourselves, but for our children and our children's children and those who will follow in their footsteps. A
0: Queen who saw a huge amount of change during her lifetime and was there for the country and Commonwealth during the very worst and best of times. Very few of us know what it's like to have any other monarch, and the coming weeks and months will be a huge period of change. As we continue to mourn the passing of Her Majesty, we can remember that until the end, she kept a vow she made on her 21st birthday.